Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where everyday topics and everyday people come together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the Beautiful Butterfly Show with your host, Bianca Fly. To the beautiful butterfly show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. I want to say happy Tuesday to you guys out there. I hope that you are kicking off this week on a productive note, you guys. And of course, uh, we have a new um, guest, as always, over here on the beautiful butterfly show this evening, you guys. Uh, we got author Just Jay Warner. Uh, she's coming on, and we're going to be talking about one of her hot, 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 hot uh, new book that she has out. And um, of course, as you guys know, the Beautiful Butterfly Show is brought to you by YRN 1328. Uh, that means you have the opportunity to be heard um, all over the globe. So big shouts out to YRN 1328, you guys. And at any time during the broadcast, you got a question or you got a comment for just Jay, you guys can call in on the number 347-326. 9139 is the number, you guys. And so we're going to get into her awesome book tonight entitled High Heels and Homicide, you guys. So I'm excited about hearing um, about this book and this author, you guys. So we're not going to delay any further, you guys. We're going to bring the lady of the hour on here. Just Jay, you there? Hey, lady. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, definitely my pleasure, my pleasure. And so, of course, for the folks out here who may not know, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I am an author. I have eight books out under four or more genres. Um, we're talk- we're Tonight, we're going to be focusing on my erotic thriller, which is my absolute favorite, um, <laughs> High Heels and Homicide, and... Um, I also write poetry. I have, um, I'm working on a Christian, um, uh, urban Christian series right now with a, with a partner. Nice. It's my first collab. So um, awesome. I do have a short story book on love and relationships. And I have one, a sci-fi standalone and um, based on the Amazon tribe. Okay. I gave mm-hmm. them some powers and then um 
I have one street fiction series, which the very first um, of my street fiction series went number one in urban fiction last summer. Um, I'm also a publisher. Thank you. I'm also also a publisher. Um, I have had my hand in the, um, basically the writing and the publishing of Uh um, over 25 books and that were not my own. And um, I also help self-publish right now. Um, that's one of the services I offer. But I'm also a blog, a blog talk radio host as well. Wonderful, wonderful. So you definitely got a lot of things under your belt that definitely uh, keeps you busy um, and so forth. And so when it comes to your books, I've heard you mention, you know, delving into different genres um, and stepping into from the erotica to uh, the mystery to the poetry. What made you decide that you wanted to not box yourself into just one genre per se, but to broaden your range and your exposure to different readers? Well, I have made it a point, and um, as a publisher, I, I always do the same thing. I made it a point mm-hmm. to um, write what I feel. So um, right. my very first book, well, I've been writing poetry since I was about 15 years old, so that's my first love. Okay. Um, so yeah. I was going to come out with poetry books regardless, but they were actually my fifth and sixth book to come out, the books of poetry. I was a little bit shy uh-huh. about those. But, um, you know, because they're more emotional, you know, if nobody like it, then I was going to be in my feelings about why nobody (laughs) like my feelings. So it was just a lot. I had to put my big girl panties on to to get those out there. But um, my first book I wrote while I was in the middle of a divorce, girl. We were oh, we were living in the same house and we weren't talking to each other, so I had to find something to do with all those words I wasn't using to curse right. them out. And it <laughs> ended up being over. <laughs> I had a lot, girl. It was like four forty thousand words. I had a lot of words I wasn't using. <laughs> but um I let it sit on the shelf. I wrote it in two thousand maybe eleven and going into twelve wow. and I let it sit mm-hmm. on the shelf and you know, a couple of relatives read it. Um, mm-hmm. And somebody got around, 2014, somebody got around to telling my mom that I had a book. You know, they were bragging that I had something that she didn't know about. Yeah. And uh, she cursed she cursed me out because I what <laughs> I didn't know was that she wanted to be a writer. I didn't know that. Um, wow. You know, we weren't really, we you know, we're not bad. We just weren't open with each other about a lot of mm-hmm. things. Right. But, um you know, she she cursed me out and she's like, well, I know I better get the book in my my email. So I give it to her. She, without me knowing, she edits it and sends it to five small publishing companies. And within five days, I got five um, contract offers. Wow. So, um, yeah, it was beautiful. I was so excited that I didn't pay, you know, I didn't really look into my contract mm-hmm. like I should have. And right. when my book, um, that was in, um, I ended up releasing that in April 2014. By July, it had made number one. But I didn't know because I was so busy arguing with my publisher about why she wasn't mm-hmm. giving me any of my money. <laughs> so I didn't even know I went number one when I did. I didn't know until like a month right. later. And it's. It's crazy wow. because my birthday's in July, so I was in the middle of my birthday thinking my book wasn't making any money because that's what she was when saying. In fact, it was. And then somebody, wow. right, somebody else under the company ended up screenshotting it under a post I put of the book, 
and they wow. screenshotted it as number two one day and number one the next day. And wow. that made me leave the company because not only did you not care enough to broadcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that your right. author made number one, because I know you've been getting the money for it because you're the one that, that you know, uh, uploaded it. So you know you've right. been getting some sales and you didn't even care to broadcast it. You know, even if right. the, the business goes that I don't make a lot of money because a lot of them were eBooks, I would have been extremely happy and I might still be signed to that company if she had broadcasted my victory. You know what I'm saying? You know, if she had, you know, celebrated that with me because as a first-time writer, you want somebody that's going to be behind you. And making number one was should have been a big deal, and nobody knew. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so – in, Go ahead. in dealing with that situation, um, because we've had a lot of authors who've had those experiences of, of getting with different, you know, companies or publishers or editors or whatnot and, you know, mm-hmm. falling into those those sinkholes where it's a lot of, you know, somewhat shady, you know, shady business going right. on and so forth. And so what is your advice? You you have eight books under your belt. You've been through that situation yourself. What is your advice to those authors who are out here now or even those upcoming authors about making sure that, you know, your team is legit and that they're going to get things done so that you don't, you know, get into situations like this? Well, for one, um, because I went through that situation, any author that signs with me gets 60%. It's a thing in the literary world where the authors get 45%, but they're the one writing the story. And me right. thinking back, I should have never short shortchanged myself like that because the story right. was mine, you know, and they're right. under you're under the impression that there's all of these fees, and then when you you know for me to be self published, you realize it's not even a bunch of fees that they had to pay. They were just taking my money basically because you know with create space Amazon and Kindle you, that, all that crap is free, you know what I'm saying now, I do understand you gotta you gotta do pay for editing, you gotta pay for covers. But if you know the right people, you're not paying four and five hundred dollars for this stuff, especially when you're a publisher and you're doing it in bulk. You know? Right. So do your right. research. Do your research and that's why I offer self publishing as an option. You don't necessarily have to sign with me. I can help you and show you how to self publish for a small right. fee. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> and I also what, what, do writing coaching. Because, you know, a lot of people are nervous. They don't think their stories are good enough. But my main point of advice is if you love what you write, don't let nobody else tell you to write something else. Because you know, girl, they're writing the same book over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Which is very true because you hear a lot of people, and I've talked to, wow, I've talked to a lot of authors. Um, Even even though this is a brand new year, I've talked to so many authors uh, in this year about this same situation where they Mm -hmm. have submitted their work to folks people told them no one's going to read this and, and it's, right. you know, and so they just like tossed it to the side and not too long later, their book was published, but it wasn't, it wasn't under their name. You know, it was, it was written right. by somebody but, else. So yeah. And a lot of these uh, publishers and, have pen names yeah. that they're writing under yeah. and you don't know about right. it as, as somebody right. under their company. But you know, a good right. example of them telling you it's not good and it'd be good. The book we're talking mm-hmm. about right now, that same publisher told me she didn't want it. Wow. She told me wow. she didn't want it. And this is my favorite book. And th- But she told me number one wasn't making any money. 
And I went on to publish part two and part three, and people still love this book two years later. They still love the entire book two years later. And, and that's the you thing. You got to go with your as, gut as, and your heart. And as far as that aspect, you have a lot of people who are often wondering. Um, so what what should folks look out for when they're going to submit their work and so forth? Um, how can you protect your work, in other words? If I'm a new author, well, for one, how can I go into this and, and protect myself? The very first thing you need to do is add them on the social network because if they are messy on a social network, that is their brand. (laughs) That's the number one thing you need to do. And I didn't pay attention because she was messy and I ended up having to threaten her life to get out of that contract. But if the add them and some of their authors, if you were really interested in joining this company, they are very excited to add you. They're very excited to add you. Everybody, they're going to introduce you and everybody on the company is going to add you and you'll be surprised. People seem to not be able to hold their emotions in, especially writers. We are not, we're not able to not write that down somewhere. I write mine on paper, so I don't have to put it on social network, but they, but they write you, you, you imagine you and you a new writer, right? You excited. You about to join such and such publishing. You added everybody under your new family because you know, that's what they call it. And you right. running, you scrolling, <laughs> having a good day because you done got your word count up today. Yes. And then you scrolling and you see the, the somebody else on the company saying, you know what? My publisher ain't shit, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> now you're like, wait a minute, though. Like, <laughs> but we love them yesterday. Wait, wait. You know what I'm saying? Or you see your publisher on there, publisher such and such. They on there and they pop and jump to somebody subliminally. Right. right. Subliminally, you having an argument through statuses on social network, but this is your publisher page. This is your business page. Right. right. And you're right. having some, you back and forth with somebody subliminally. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep, you know, small things like that, you want your boss to be transparent you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i need you to i need to know that because clearly i'm about to make you some money so i need to know that when i make you some money i'm not gonna have to argue with you or punch you in the face because i (laughs) i'm still under construction i'm still under construction and the ratchet in me still will punch somebody in the face so i need to know that i'm not gonna want to you know what i'm saying like, you're not going right. to tell me. Like, the girl to this day, she still say, oh, your book not selling. Girl, it already made number one a couple of times. Please stop playing with me before. Wow. And then she thought, because I lived, like, I lived in Florida, and she lived in New York. Uh-huh. So she thought that she could say whatever she wanted to say. But when I when I put up my home city on my profile, which is in Jersey City, and it's right a 10-minute train from where she was at, all of a sudden oh, I get no. an email saying... <laughs> Right, because I could just go home. I got like 15 aunts that I could drop my kids off, and and I could literally <laughs> say, I'm about to go punch this girl in the face, watch my kids real quick, and they will tell me, all right, call them if I'm about to get locked up. Like, they will really be okay with it. One of my aunts will say, come on, I'm going to drive you there cause in case her mother or her sister there. One of my aunts will be so with it. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all not... We all not real, real, you know, fully done with yet, but you, you yep. do want to make sure you're, this is your baby. And I say that right. all the time, your brand and your books, this is your baby. And if you wouldn't right. trust your child with this person, 
Like, it's like finding a public show is like finding a daycare. Now, you're going to go to the daycare. Mm-hmm. You're going to see mm-hmm. if the other babies is sick at the daycare. Hold on, hold on. That's right. Because little Tommy got this runny nose, and y'all still let him come in here. I don't know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, yep. You're going to go, and you're going to investigate. This is your baby. Because people, my mom got locked into a contract that she she was locked in for so long and couldn't republish that she got discouraged. She told me that dream is dead. I I mm. started a collab with a girl that was under that company. She told me that the messiness and the drama killed it for her. We were, yeah. I want to say, 21 chapters into this book, and she said, I'm not going to do it. I'm not writing not, a, not one more book. Yeah. We had to scrap yeah. the project because of, and because of think, the drama. You know, yeah, and I think a lot of people don't think about that, you know, especially, and, and it's a good point that you made about when doing business with people, um, you know, checking their social media and seeing how they operate. Um, it's the same thing that a lot of, um, uh, I don't know if people remember, um, what was the movie? Um, it was, it was uh, oh, gosh, it was a, a movie about three girls in a group. Um, and so the guy, before he signed them a deal, Sparkle, Sparkle is the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. And in Sparkle, he said, I want to see them in the light of day. So he wanted to see them without all the, you know, glitz and glamour, glamour and what they're mm-hmm. like when they're not on, you know, supposed to be on point. And when he finally found them, you know, one was in the you know closet trying to get a little fix before the performance. Right. You know, so a lot of times you do, you do got to see people – um, um, outside of that, because how some people handle themselves on the other end is how they're going to handle your business. And if you're investing, right. especially financially-wise with people, right. you want to make sure somebody's in protecting your investment. Because like you said, when it comes to these books, you know, these are people's babies. You took the time to pour all that into that. You know, like you said, you were going through mm-hmm. that situation with your ex at the time, so you put all that energy and all that raw emotion into your story so you wouldn't want someone in to just come in and, and destroy that, you know, so and I, I hold it hostage, a, a great too. Yeah. yeah, you know, because of contracts, you locked in that contract for five to seven years, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, like you yeah. can't re release yeah. it unless they release you from the contract. But you know, I right. wanted to, when you were talking, I wanted to point out something too because mm-hmm. I literally got into a Facebook argument with a grown person about <laughs> something that they posted. Now, the thing is, she posted about 15 to 20 sad posts, sad, just devastated. I can't even keep talking to y'all. I tried to come out and talk to y'all, but I don't feel like it no more. Y'all have a good night. Like, sad, (laughs) devastated. Uh I go on a post and I said, sweetie, these people watching don't care like you want them to. You need to focus or you're going to be losing forever. Now, she got an attitude about it. But my thing is constructive criticism is meant Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. construction. And unless you're perfect or you like being broken, you're either constructing or reconstructing. But for right now, it's everybody, everybody and a mama is building a brand. Now, when you Mm -hmm. build your brand, now there's stuff on my page. Everything I post is a reflection of me. And I mean it, like, and, I, and whatever I put, I mean it. And I'm not going to take it back, and I'm, and I'm perfectly fine if you don't like it. Because that's <laughs> me and not you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, but Absolutely. I got hit with something that a lot of people say, just because I post it don't mean it's about, it's about me or my life. But wait, if yeah, I was to go and often. do business with you, I'm on your, <laughs> I'm on your social media, right. and all I'm saying right. is this, this, and this. That's not you? Then, then 
But yet, these are the same people that will post what they had for breakfast, what they got on, <laughs> where they about to go. You know what I'm saying? You either re- yeah. you either reflecting yourself and your energy, or you're not. So we, you Absolutely. know, we have to be careful with our brands. And you know, I recently Absolutely. posted something about that. Like your brand is your baby, and what you put Absolutely. into it is going to be what you get. Absolutely, I can't agree more. Couldn't agree more, I you just, guys. If you, I had to say that, that was you, funny, girl. <laughs> if you guys are just tuning in, you guys, we are on with just Jay Warner, you guys. And uh, if you're out there, you got a question or comment for, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139. Or if you're on the line, you go ahead and press 1, and we'll get you on the line, folks. And so we're going to take a short break, but we're going to come back. We're going to jump into uh, this hot book, you guys, High Heels and Homicide. Uh, we'll be back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. What do you get when you fuse together a smooth, debonair man with an explosive volcano attitude? Mr. Quincy O'Reilly, a man living a secret life that he has perfected in keeping a secret. With his hidden profession, that is how he would prefer it to be. Who doesn't like the element of surprise? A true businessman by day and mysterious man by night. Will he be able to maintain the two without getting caught? Innocent and sweet doesn't mean powerless. Just ask Kaylee Jack, who has now had the chance to encounter meeting Quincy. Driven to stake claim in the one man she wants, she tackles the obstacles thrown her way. Determined that nothing will stand in her way could be deadly. What happens when Quincy's secrets are revealed? Who will be set free? Who will be pulled deeper into a mysterious world? Or will the lies and secrets destroy anyone in its path after the smoke from the gun has cleared? Check out Quiet Storm by author Deidre Lachey. Available on Amazon.com and www.blackbeautypresents.com. And welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show, you guys. We're on with just Jay Warner, you guys. We're going to get into this Hot Heels and Homicide, you guys. Um, Always don't forget, uh, you can check out the um, show. Um, and follow us at any time. Uh, you can Google the Beautiful Butterfly Radio Show as well. Um, and go to our YRN 1328 app available on iPhone and Android. Um, and we are back, folks, uh, with Just Jay. So let's talk about high heels and homicide. And so let's talk about uh, how did you actually come up with this title? Because the title itself, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the cover, but it is a very sexy, sexy cover uh and so high heels and homicide where did you come up with the the base and the thought process for creating this story well before i say that i want to say shout out to deidre that commercial was popping i was like who is quincy though (laughs) (laughs) i just gotta say that but okay so malay is the main character miss malay is the main character and she is very classy, very professional business suit. You know, she she works. She's a bank teller, and by day, 
she's a bank teller. And, um, you know, you would never guess that she has the, the history that she has. She comes from a family where mental illness is rampant. But you know how you often hear people Mm -hmm. feel like, um, oh, I'm sick. I need help. Malay don't care nothing about that. She don't care nothing about that. She's embracing her craziness. She finds it. She feels like it's a super, like it's it's a power. Like it makes her a superhero that she's crazy. So um, on the flip side, she thinks her, her illness has her believing that whatever type of shoe she wears, determines her strongest personality trait. So if oh, she's wow. barefoot or she's wearing flats, then she's very easily manipulated. Mm. And But if she's wow. wearing stilettos, then she's a serial killing boss who <laughs> shanks her lovers all the time over shoe stuff. She shanks her lovers. Wow. Like she, at the very beginning of the book, she shanks her lover because he ejaculated on some Jimmy Choo shoes, and he couldn't afford to replace them. So wow. she stabbed him. She stabbed him. She killed him dead, girl. Okay. <laughs> now, and, you know, she, so, like, with her illness, she's over, you know, she uses sex as a, like, as a way to uh, calm herself. She uses it as, you know, she masturbates to calm herself. It's like, you know, that's why it's erotic wow. because it's a lot of sex in it. But... Um, once she's gone over the edge, she can't fix it. And she, it's not, it's like, she doesn't want to, she embraced everything about herself and she loves it. So the message behind it is a self-esteem message where Mm -hmm. it's like, Mm -hmm. you got to embrace yourself, you know, you got to embrace who you are. But, um, I'm about to, I'm about to throw a twist at you. She has, now she crazy, right? She killing guys and everything crazy but she's super sexy she's so sexy that guys (laughs) you know when she if she shows interest they're madly in love with her they they want her they want her but the the illness stems from the very first guy she slept with not really wanting her he just you Mm. know wanted to sleep with her so she she looks at like i'm never gonna make a guy let me you know i'm never gonna let a guy make me feel like that anymore he's completely embarrassed her in high school and I wanted to ask Go you, ahead. do you think that, because we hear, we hear this a lot, especially when it comes to um, girls who, you know, have sex with guys and guys kind of, you know, play you to the left sometimes, you know, once they get it, they, they no longer want it. They, you know, they're not taking your calls. They're not, you know, ignoring your text messages. Do you think that sometimes um, women have a reason to kind of go, you know, a, a little nutty, um, after, you know, you, you get involved with a dude and he just treats you as if, you know, you kind of never existed. So do you think that women have a legitimate reason to kind of be upset, you know, by that? I want to say yes and no at the same time. I say yes yeah. because this person has lied and manipulated, you know, their 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 actions right. are showing you right. that they are, they're happy with you. They want to be in a relationship. So you open yourself to them. So basically, right. had I, had you showed me you was a jackass from the beginning, I wouldn't have done this. You know what I'm saying? You're manipulated. Mm-hmm. But a lot of women, mm-hmm. too, we tend to, sometimes we see that the guy is not shit. 
and we still portray our desires onto them. We, mm. we you know, we we so reflect true. it. We want the, we want Absolutely. relationships with this person so bad that even though they're showing us that they're not capable of what we desire, we're still like, well, you know what? It's okay because he's going to change at some point and he's going to love me. And right. Maybe if I do right. this or maybe if I do that or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Instead of right. saying, all right, cool, well, you know, it's going to be the next one. And then we we completely ignore the ones that are madly in love with us and are trying to yeah. offer what we're looking for. And I'm Absolutely. completely guilty of, of both of those things. So, <laughs> you know, and, and the crazy it, part. <laughs> yeah, and I think it depends on, you know, just a, our, our state of mind as well. I think, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we as women, it depends on if we're in that real emotional emotional and vulnerable state, then we're going to feel some type of way. But if we on right. this, like, whatever tip, you know, like, I could care less, then for some women it's not even going to matter because it's like, okay, whatever, you know. And right, so I he think ain't going to miss too many calls because she's not right, going to be calling. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. So I think sometimes dudes think that our feelings or our reactions to things are unwarranted, you know, when in fact, you know, if they kind of looked at, okay, how this whole thing played out, you know, they would see like, mm-hmm. okay, well, maybe I did, you know, have some fault in, right. in, in my actions and how I responded to this and that and the third. And so, because sometimes you always hear guys like, man, she just went crazy, but do you understand right. why because she because you said crazy? you didn't want a relationship, <laughs> but you at my house every day at 645 and we eating dinner together and you holding my hand while we sitting on the same couch cushion watching this love story, but you don't want no relationship, though. And don't let me think I'm going out nowhere because you checking me to see if it's guys gonna be there like but you don't want a relationship they so it's so funny <laughs> it's so funny but let a girl act like she don't care to the point where yeah nah we not together so don't be showing yeah. up here then then it's you know it's something completely different Absolutely. So for you, and I'll back up a little bit, because early in the broadcast you talked about, you know, going through your divorce, you beat you at the time you were in the same house, and you just put all that into the writing. What did you learn most um, about yourself during that time period? Because I would assume that that takes a lot mentally, physically, and emotionally to go through that, be in the same house at the same time, trying to work on a book, uh, what did you learn about yourself um, the most during that period of time? Um, my level of give a fuck was totally gone. Like I really <laughs> didn't. <laughs> like when I say as much, you know, as as much as I thought I should be married, I was right. that equal amount of happy when I got divorced. Because wow. people don't understand, if you're not compatible, you're just not compatible. Yeah. And I was yeah. losing myself trying to be compatible mm. with him. So by the time we got to the point of not speaking to each other, I was seeing myself again, and there was nothing he could tell me. He didn't have to speak to me yeah. or nothing. Long as he heard me say, watch these kids, I'll be back, then that's all he, We you don't got a nod, you don't got nothing, because I said it to you, and I know you speak English, so you don't have to say anything <laughs> back. You don't have to speak to me. You don't have to, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, Yeah. I, when the choice is between you and them, it should be a very easy choice. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I felt like right. it was nothing he could say to me at that point anyway. Had he been speaking to me, I probably would have just wanted to fight him by the stuff he was saying. <laughs> but, but, you know, I felt I felt like I was getting back. And right in the story, I wrote every single day, and he was actually reading it. 
So wow. I, and he's a fan of it. He was he was he was my biggest fan of the story the entire time. But you know, like I felt like I was really coming back into myself, really coming into myself as an adult because at that time I was only twenty five years old. Now on my twenty first mm-hmm. birthday, you know, you make this list of goals and you say, right. this is what I want to have. On my twenty first birthday, I said, okay, I'm gonna give me a husband. I'm gonna give me a house. You know what I'm saying? I had my son, so okay, I'm gonna have me one more baby. I'm gonna have me a little girl, and I'm gonna uh, get, you know, get get a nice job and be fine. On my 25th right. birthday, I wanted a divorce. <laughs> I wanted my own place. I wanted my degree, and I wow. wanted to publish my books. You know, wow. you you reevaluate what's important to right. you because we're all manipulated by a system into believing that we all want to be wives and we all want to be happy. Right. And don't get me wrong, right. I would love to be a housewife. I found it fun, but you got to be at the right house. And I was at the wrong mm. house. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You got to be happy yes. doing what you're doing because it's not worth. I would rather be single forever than to say I was in a miserable marriage for 35 years. Mm. I can't. I'm just not yeah. built for that. And 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 I will leave after that. I will leave faster because I was with him for five years. I will leave in a blink of an eye. You will not hear from me. You think I died, fell off the planet, got abducted by aliens because I'm not answering calls. I might even move, girl. Because when wow. it's over, like when I see that you are not conducive to what I'm trying to do, and there's 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 like you know there's some gray area where there's room for compromise, but if you and I are are non compatible to the point where it's uncomfortable for you or I, then we don't need to do this. I'm not gonna be in a relationship where I'm sad more than I'm happy. I don't want my life to be like that. I want to be happy right. more than I'm sad forever, like till Absolutely. till I don't have any more time. And, Absolutely. you know, we keep thinking that we have to stay in this marriage. Be, oh, that's what you're supposed to do. No, because what he's supposed to do is make sure mm-hmm. I'm comfortable and happy. And because this is not happening, I shouldn't have to stay uncomfortable and unhappy because we married. Absolutely. Wow. You know, and, and as women, our our feelings control our body. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Our, our menstrual cycle, our weight, our hair. Everything is controlled by how we feel. So if you sat mm-hmm. all the time, you losing weight, your hair falling out, your period ain't coming on time like it's supposed to, or it's coming and staying forever, she'll never want to leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. too much tied mm-hmm. in. Like our health is too tied into our feelings for you to not be feeling Absolutely. good most of the time. Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, wow. but there really is good. also a twist to the story. So she got a stalker. His name is Kier, <laughs> and Kier is a BDSM. Um, he's 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 striving to be a dominant. Okay. But okay. he's practicing. He got him a little house kitten named Deja. Deja signed up <laughs> to be a submissive or whatever, and um, you know he's using Deja to practice for Malay because that's his dream sub. Right. And uh, he gonna have Malay whether she's willing to go or not. So I don't want to give the whole story away, but. <laughs> she crazy and so is he and it's about who's crazy is about to win basically but I loved writing it I absolutely loved oh writing it I, and I so was curious was, where did I come come you know come with it from yeah so what was if any what were the challenging parts about um creating this book um 
actually, the challenging part was um, researching the BDSM world because, you know, we, we all watch Fifty Shades of Grey and we think, yeah, I could do that, but it's a very serious <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah. These people are yeah. serious. Are, yeah. When when they say he signed a contract and she signed, this is a serious thing. They take Absolutely. it more serious than most people Absolutely. are taking marriage right yeah. now. So yeah. to receive most a collar just, is like you know, to receive your wedding band. Yeah, I think most people just see the excitement in it, but when you really get into the culture and do your research, it's some very serious stuff. You know, that's that's a total right. mental, mental and physical process, you know, that some people, you know, probably once they get into it, they're like, oh, I don't know if this is for me, you know. Right, because so I, I don't trust you people, enough yeah. to know that you're going to yeah. be okay <laughs> doing this, right. and I can't help myself <laughs> at this point. Right. You know, but not only right. that, you know, what I learned from it, what I learned is that um, it is absolutely something that I would be okay with because mm-hmm. the actual, when you research it, the actual sub and dominant relationship, he, the way, the way a Christian was taking care of her, that's what it's supposed to be. The sub mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. takes care of her needs. He takes right. care of her needs, and he makes it to where she doesn't have any hard decisions. Her hardest decision is figuring out what shoe to put on with this dress because he right. takes care of right. all of those decisions. And, you know, when you hear people talk about it, you, you wonder, if now, are you capable of doing that? Because, you know, I can't barely figure out what I want to eat, so that's always going to be your decision, <laughs> what we eat tonight. You can't ask me what we're eating because you're the dominant, and you need to know what we're eating. You know what I'm saying? And what am I wearing? How do you like my hair? But, you know, it's it's a responsibility. Absolutely. And you have to be trustworthy and you have to be trusting in order to let this person make your life decisions and take care of Absolutely. you. It's not just a physical thing. It's like a whole lifestyle thing. Absolutely. Absolutely, you guys. And, uh, if you guys are just tuning in, we are all with Arthur Just Jay, one of you guys, author of High Heels and Homicide, you guys. We're going to take a little break. We're going to come back and find out what um, Just Jay has in store uh, for you guys, her upcoming projects, and where you can go uh, to purchase um, her all her books um, when we come back with more right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Check out the creative work of the author, Trent Williams, of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This is Lyrics Brown, author of the Law to the Hustle series 1 and 2. Also author of The Devil's Calling Car 1, 2, and 3. All available on Amazon. And when I'm not writing, I'm listening to Bianca Fly here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Y'all be easy.
And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And we are on with author Just Jay Warner. You guys, we were talking about her hot and thrilling uh, book, Hot Heels and Homicide, you guys. And, of course, um, Just Jay, I know that we are four months uh, into the new year, but I know you got some great upcoming projects in the works. So what is next for Just Jay Warner? Well, in the next month, I, me and my best friend, Marie Jordan, we will be re- releasing um, an Urban Christian, the first part to an Urban Christian series. Wonderful. It's called Sending in Secret. And um, it's her very first book published, but it is oh. my very first Christian book. So nice. um, it's, you know, it's it's coming out really <laughs> nicely. We're going through it fast, but it was something new for me to write clean. Being, yeah. <laughs> you know, not so as many persons, like? no because sex scenes. for you... You write the erotica, you write the thrillers, right. and, you know, so what was it like having to do a different spin uh, when it came to a Christian novel? It's beautiful. Every time I write a new book, I try to do something different that I haven't done. I think yeah. I might write something else next time. You know, my next okay. book is going to be something completely different because I don't want to yeah. be the person that's stuck in that one part I want to be the one even if I have only one book and it made number 32 but it's I have books across the board and all you know anybody that likes any genre can pick up one of my books and say well I don't like those other books but I like this one though you know what I'm saying as opposed Mm -hmm. to not liking me as an author because I only have one type of books but um I love it we actually went through and we found bible verses to go at the beginning of every chapter I mean, there's still some drama because it's about a preacher who has a sex addiction. There's no sex scenes, which is crazy. But um, he's been cheating on his wife with everybody, choir members, uh, strangers, her cousin, everybody. And um, But her secret is that when they first met, she was a call girl, and he didn't know anything about it. So she, she took up oh, this wow. whole image of being so innocent because that's how he treated her because he didn't know anything else. So now the dilemma is her trying to trying to let him know that she can satisfy those sexual desires without him trying to figure out how she know how to do this because they've been married for years and he didn't teach her any of this. He's been keeping that part of himself away because he holds her on a pedestal. So all of this drama builds up to the point where she got a child that he don't even know about that she gave up for adoption years before they met. And um, mm-hmm. we may even have him sleeping with the child because she's an adult. But it's, um, I love it. Every time I, I try something new, I love it. When I wrote my sci-fi, I was madly, you know, in, in love with this story. Now, <laughs> High Heels was still my favorite, but right. I, oh, I like everything that I've published. I like it. I would read it. Wow. Because, I mean, yeah. there's, there's stories that I have never finished because I didn't like them. I always want, mm-hmm. you know, if I like, if they're out, it's because I love them. But um, right. I after that, um, I have to re-release High Heels Part 2. Mm-hmm. And because I want to change something in it, because it's, it's the final part to it. It only has two parts. I have to re-release okay. High Heels Part 2. And then um, I'm going to stop writing just for a while. I mean, you know, we may finish the series, but it mm-hmm. it's, depends on if she's ready. But I'm going to stop writing for a while just to promote myself as okay. a brand um i'm right. i'm gonna spend the entire summer doing open mic 
because, you know, poetry is my first love. So I'm going to spend the entire summer doing open mic throughout Atlanta and the surrounding areas. And if I can get to host some, I'm going to be doing that too. Um, Right now I'm on a virtual tour. So your show is number 13 so far. Um, It started February 25th. Um, It started February 25th. It's not going to end until June the the end of mm-hmm. June and at the at the very mm-hmm. end I'm gonna have a really big event. It's gonna be really classy and what I wanna do is give away one gift, um, you know, raffle raffle the books um mm-hmm. that are sold, raffle tickets from them and give away one gift that relates to each book. So, you know, for nice. high, for um high heels I will give away some baker's shoes. Nice. So nice. you know what I'm saying? So um, my cousin is a caterer out in Florida, so we're putting that. We, she and I are gonna, you know, double team and, and do this as as a team. But um, oh, that's, that's how awesome. I'm gonna end my virtual tour. I think it's gonna be a total of like 25 or 26 shows that I've been on between mm-hmm. um, February 25th and June 25th. Wow. So awesome. um, yeah, I I didn't even expect to do it. I just started booking shows. I said at the beginning of the year that I I've been all last year I wrote. My first book only right. came out in 2014, and then I started, you know, I had to re-release it because I, you know, got on my own, and right. um, since then, I've just been writing because um, right. High Heels 2 will be my 10th book in two years, so I'm not, I just want to promote me. I feel like once I do one book in every genre, I can sit down, and I can just promote me as a brand, Absolutely. so i just been because getting myself the- out there. Because when it comes to this, you know, you're a fri- first priority. And the more you invest in yourself and what you do um, mm-hmm. is the more that you can get out here and, and give even better to others, you know, and, and sow into the things that you want to do, you know. And so you have to invest in yourself. Well, that, and that's the thing a lot of people don't get. You know, sometimes we're always looking for others to, uh, okay, well, why don't you just give me this opportunity or whatnot. But when you invest in yourself, like, it means so much more to you, you know, when you invest in what you do and your purpose, you know, in this life. Um, so I, I think that is absolutely awesome. And, and for you, um, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but uh, when it comes to your poetry, did you happen to want to share some of your poetry tonight with the folks? Well, I do have a favorite. I do have a very favorite that I always do. I do. See, poets stay um, ready. They stay ready. Always. Yes, yes. My very favorite that I always do, and it's so crazy because it's the same um, guy that I wrote the poem about um, Wrote, wrote a different poem about that I'm going to be doing at an open mic and I haven't seen oh, him wow. in like years and years wow. but it's so funny because it's um, you know some people whether we're male or female some people just stick with you period Absolutely. you know what I'm saying and we're yes, still friends do. but I haven't physically mm-hmm. seen him and we haven't been physical in like years and years and years but um, oh. the poem that I'm going to be doing at the open mic speaks about how I knew him in a physical sense when we were younger, but when I met him again in the mental sense, it, it says about how his his soul tasted better than his flesh, and I, and I'm glad to have him as a friend. And, but this oh. one is um, erotica. It's my it's my okay. go to. I really love this, um, because I know okay. I'm, I'm not even in my, in my house, so I'm I just this is the one I know off the top of my head. Okay. Um, it's called I've Been. <clears throat> I've been having dreams lately. 
of sexual elation, of passionate kisses, caresses, and deep penetration, of two bodies gotten as one to the sweetest sensation, and finally submitting to ecstasy after a little persuasion. I've been having visions daily of the same sexy eyes, the same gorgeous frame, little chocolate hands massaging my thighs, of exclusive placing kisses to make him rise, and echoes in the wind of my appreciative cries. I've been making plans, for real, to follow my dreams, to act them out in something like those sexy flick scenes, to have him enamored with every twist and pop of my hips and give him flashbacks of my passion just by licking my lips. Wonderful, wonderful. Very sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely awesome. I love it. And I just love what you're doing. I love the fact that you are using your gifts um, in all different ways uh, from the poetry um, to uh, first starting your first debut uh, Christian novel, uh, to just getting out here and stepping into different genres and, and expanding yourself. And that's what it's all about, you know, expanding yourself um, to your fullest capacity in the things that you do. And uh, for the folks out here, I know they're eager to uh, purchase your books and as well as High Heels and Homicide. So tell them where they can go uh, to purchase your books. Okay. So. My books are if you if you prefer not to pay shipping and handling, you can go to author just J Warner um at Yola Y O L A because um those are the ones that I autograph and I send out. Um so shipping is is on me. Um otherwise I am on Kindle um and Kindle Unlimited and I am on Amazon. If you type in just J Warner, that's J U S T J A E Last name Warner. All my books will pop up for you, and um, I have plenty of five star reviews. You guys can see if you like it, and I believe that um, Kindle and Amazon allow you to read a sample before you purchase it. And I promise you, if you read the sample of any one of my books, because I always start with some fire. I always start with a pop. So the very first page, very first paragraph, you're gonna be like, "Whoa, what's she doing?" So, <laughs> I promise you, I, I actually had the last show host say, okay, you was doing a lot. You was doing too much with this. I had to wait. I had to wait. I hope the second one is calm a little bit. <laughs> I start out immediately with a lot going on because the type of books I like, I don't like to have to wait 30 pages for some action. So, I start out with right. some action, and then, you know, we can layer, oh that, layer it on with plot and background and and, you know, backstories of the characters, and you can always add that in. But if it takes you 30 pages to get to some action, some people are not even going to make it to add to the backstory and the plot. Right. Some people are not going to stick around and read it. So, yeah, you got their money, but you don't have them as a fan. So I always, 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 every one of my books, even my sci-fi books, it starts out, you're like, you know, because my sci-fi is really a love story, but, you know, they got superpowers, okay. but it starts out and you're like, oh, that's cute. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, with <laughs> yeah. with my erotica, you're like, well, that, you know, and even my street <laughs> fiction, you're like, you know what? He ain't no good. I see that now. He not, he not, I hope they kill him because he ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to, I want to grab you yeah. immediately. I want to grab you immediately. And, and once you read them, even, you know, pick pick one of your favorite genre and I got you. Like I like you're gonna you're gonna look for my next ones. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at just J the author. I do follow back. I do um, you know, answer 
DMs and comments as long as you're not trying to be my beau or boo. Um, <laughs> follow me on Facebook. I have two pages on Facebook. I have a business page, which is author just Jay Warner. And the great thing about that is you can go on my author page and I give you a picture of what the characters like was really close to the characters in my books. Awesome. And it has yeah. a little backstory so you can relate to them. Like you can grab onto them when you're reading. You're like, this is what she looked like. So I can picture her making this face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it it yeah. grabs you. And um, I, I really like, you know, that element of my page, but you can also go to my, um, my business page, author just say one and click shop now. And it'll take you to my Lo- Yola page. Um, I also have a personal page, which is just Jay Warner, um, no author, but um, it's not really for the squeamish because, like I said, I post what what I feel like. So yeah, if you're yeah, sensitive yeah. and, you know, I, I do post, you know, not inspirational, but motivational stuff. And it's right, not always right. soft and nice. Some people need to hear right. some real stuff. Yeah. Some so, people need you know, that I real post to get going. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, one day I yeah. might be soft and cuddly, and the next day you like, I really hate her. But either way, <laughs> I always promote, I support. So, if you know, if you got a, a, a brand or a business or clothes or whatever, I do support always. Wonderful. And um, I, I am looking to do collabs, if any authors are, are looking to do collabs. And Okay. I really like and your show. They... I, I really love the commercials and stuff, girl. You popping oh. over here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And for the folks, because I know we do have a lot of um authors and upcoming authors who tune in. If they want to do collabs or even possibly, because I know you um publish as well, if they want to submit their work to you, um, how do they go about doing that as well? Well, they can submit their work to just J W J U S T J A E w presents at gmail.com and um the authors can hit me up on any social media or they can hit me up on email and i always always respond whether it's a yes or a no i always respond but um um, i want to say i'm not close to any genre i'm not i'm not close to any type of book as far as a publisher and i'm not close Mm to um even nonfiction. And I'm not close to any type of book as an author. So don't think that okay. maybe we don't write the same thing that I don't want to work with you because I'm very open. Yeah, right. Like that's specifically okay. something that I look for. Awesome. 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 Well, it has definitely been a pleasure talking to you. I, I definitely love you being so open and transparent um, about your journey uh, to where you are thus far. And so I'm definitely wishing you the best. And I hope that when that next project comes out, that you'll come back and hang out with me and talk with me and, and share more with us. Of course, of course. Um, maybe I can get my co-author to come on because she usually hosts. Yeah. She doesn't really, she don't like the spotlight, but, you know, as an author, I'm going to have to get her to do something. But I, like I yeah. said, I really like your show. It, it was really professional. I think I might inbox you, you to get a commercial going because I really was yeah. like, with all the commercials, I was like, oh. <laughs> I was, you know, the you know the guy that came on and said he do for Hustler Publishers or whatever. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then you know, Deidre's commercial is really nice. It's like you, I can Thank tell you, you invested into this, and it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I definitely appreciate it. And uh, I hope you guys um, have a wonderful rest of your day. And uh, I'll be talking with you again soon. Thank you, and you have a good day too.
Thank you. All right, you guys, that was Arthur Just Jay Warner. Make sure you hop on over to Amazon uh, and purchase High Heels and Homicide, an awesome, an, uh, awesome, awesome book, and um, other um, titles that she has over there as well for you guys to check out. So make sure you read them. Sender of the, a review. Um, authors love reviews. They want it, They want that feedback, you guys. So make sure you give it to them, you guys. And so we're going to get ready to get out of here, you guys. But coming up Thursday, uh, we do have B-Flowers Poetry Spot um, coming up. And we got Next Level. And if you guys are familiar with Blog Talk, he's like, oh, my gosh, like a Blog Talk legend. Uh, years ago, he had his very own show, Next Level Show. Um, and so he's coming on um, this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we're going to have a poetry spotlight. So if you want to join us and even share a piece or two, you can do that uh, by joining us this Thursday at 7, excuse me, you guys, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for B-Fi's Poetry Lounge. We'll have a good time, you guys, because uh, he definitely brings the heat and erotica and all of that great thing. So uh, once again, big shout out to Just Jay Warner for coming on here and blessing us with a fantastic show this evening, you guys. And so we're going to get ready to get out of here. We're going to go out of here with some GPS by Malone, you guys. And so you guys can go and follow Malone um, on Twitter at MaloneMusic.com, Malone Music, or you can follow him on Facebook as well, uh, Malone Music. So we're going to get ready to get out of here, folks. You guys have a fantastic evening. I'm going to see you Thursday day same time i am bianca fly have a good one oh no 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 yeah